When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast, brought to you by the team behind BikeRadar.com, Cycling Plus and MBUK magazines. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe. And if you can do so, leave us a rating on your podcast provider of choice. It really helps us reach other cyclists like you. Hi, and welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast. I'm Senior Technical Editor Warren, and I'm responsible for all things road and gravel. Today, I'm sitting, taking in the views of the Mississippi after a few days riding gravel, and talking with Brad and JP from SRAM, here to give us the lowdown on two new group sets for gravel. Hi, guys. If you could be so kind as to introduce yourselves and let our listeners know what it is you guys do at SRAM. JP McCarthy, Road Product Manager. Brad Mena, Road Product Manager. Right, let's get into the details of these two new groups. First up, they are both new groups for the Apex family. We've got a new 1x12 mechanical group and impressively a new 12-speed axis version as well, bringing wireless electronic shift into a price point not seen before. Um, Brad, can you give us the highlights on what's new with the mechanical group? Sure. Um, All new hood design. It's a completely new hood with uh, our latest and greatest uh, ergonomics that are similar to uh, what we have on access uh, controls. Um, uh, Sculpted brake lever for better braking from the hoods. Uh, It is compatible with both Eagle and Explore gearing. And uh, along with that hood comes two new derailers, uh, an Apex Eagle and an Apex Explore. Um, to match those gearing options. And uh, there's a new cassette, which is the 1144 Apex cassette, which works for the mechanical group and the electronic group. Right. And so why is um, why have you gone with an 11 rather than uh, you know what we're used to on your 12-speed starting with a 10? Um, I'm going to let JP take that one because he, he was the product manager for the cassette. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, it's actually the, for the Apex group set, um, the 11 to start, is perhaps our biggest departure from our other from our other twelve speed groups in that um, the eleven two start allows that cassette to fit onto a traditional um, uh, eleven speed splined driver body or HG driver. Body. Right, so, so you, we can now go twelve speed on HG, um, which I guess for the price point that Apex is looking at opens up a whole swathe of more affordable wheel sets. Would you say? I mean, XDR well, does tend to be honestly creep honest, into a kind of premium honestly, light. An XDR wheel set and an eleven-speed spline driver—they ought to be the same price. But in reality, they're they're probably not because the XDR driver is 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 more rare. But there shouldn't be. There's not really a big cost of cost of goods. So I guess that yeah. gives but, you but more where, but, choice. But where where it does make a difference in the co- in price is is in SRAM's pricing because. The cost of an 11-speed splined cassette is quite a lot lower than than something that's got an, the the, the uh, XDR interface. Okay. So this cassette is a the cassette is a lot more affordable. Wheel sets ought to be about the same price. And honestly, I don't know in truth. I don't know in fact what those exact prices are, but. 
the 11 speed fine driver body is much more prevalent. So accessibility to the wheel set that will support this, this, uh, this group set is much easier. Right. And I mentioned, I don't think mm-hmm. I mentioned 12 speeds mm-hmm. all around. It's all the new hood is 12 speed. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, there, there, there are some big headline things here, aren't there? I mean, one thing, access at this price point we haven't seen before, and 12-speed. I mean, you know, if we're looking at gravel group sets from your rivals for the sort of money we're talking here, mm-hmm. um, you're tossing a coin whether you're getting 10 or 11-speed. You know, 12 is just unheard of. Yeah, and we're bringing in, it's, you know, the, what, what Brad highlighted, that, you know, this is a 12-speed group set with the with much better ergonomics in the hood than the eleven speed hydraulic group sets that it replaces. Yeah. I mean and yeah. it's coming and it's coming in at approximately the same price point. Yeah. So one should be able to you know, our our OEM partners, they they're the uh, brands that should be able to replace an eleven speed hydraulic Apex group set with a twelve and with the new twelve speed hydraulics group set for and not change the price that yeah. like. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I guess the old one by eleven system. I think I think I was over in the states in twenty sixteen, <laughs> right in that. It's ten, so, so that, yeah, that, that yeah, Jake's best part of ten years old. Yeah. HRD is like ten years old. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that started as four CX one in yeah. about yeah. twenty four. In 2014, it was much, a little bit later. Maybe it wasn't. It was until about 2017 that we introduced the Apex version yeah, yeah. of that. But that's been unchanged. Yeah, yeah I think it was 20, yeah, 2014, 2015. I was in San Luis riding, yeah, riding the gravel there. Yeah, yeah. which is quite interesting because I was just thinking today when we were out today, I was riding a salsa with a mechanical one by group set, and when yeah. I you was know, we <laughs> San Luis Obispo, I was riding a salsa with a one by eleven <laughs> mechanical well, group set. And the uh, was the, it. the the gravel markets matured, so they want they want a choice of gearing. Back then, using mountain bike parts was was fine, but now, like gravel riders want they want they want product that's designed for their riding style, and we want to be able to give it to them. Right, and so that's why on on both mechanical and access, we've got effectively these two coexisting subfamilies. I guess you've got a explore range, and then you've got the eagle range, which I guess you're borrowing heavily from tech from the mountain bike side of things. One hundred percent. We're using the cassettes. We're using the chain um, for the eagle variants of those drivetrains. Yeah, yeah. And is even some of the design of the rear, the new yeah. road rear mech? Yeah, the the rear mechanical derailleurs are based off of a GX actual uh, mechanical mountain bike rear derailleur. So we borrowed the majority of those right. uh, elements from that derailleur, and we had, had had to change some parts on it. You know. Add the barrel adjuster, change some uh, pulleys in one of them, and change the fins out. So, I mean, that's interesting in itself because I mean, I'm not totally au fait with the current hierarchy on SRAM mountain bike groups, but GX I would see as a bit more premium than Apex. So, borrowing that tech to this is that's yeah, quite a we're, 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 we're bringing in only one price point. Of a, yeah. of a mechanical group set. So we really wanted to be sure that the derailleur was worthy of customer, you know, rider expectations, both performance and weight. You know, and the performance of our less expensive derailleurs 
does match that of the, the, the more expensive ones, yeah. but the material selection and GX gets the weight to the right place. Mm. Um, so that, that, that you know, the, the new Apex mechanical 1x12 rear derailleur and controls, they are, they are of a quality level that you could use that to upgrade. You know, and yeah. your listeners may be those are, that are looking to save some weight uh, perhaps willing to upgrade a cassette, for example, yeah. to get more range and a lighter weight. You know, this 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 group set is worthy of of such upgrades. Right. right. And so there's also a fair few shared parts between mechanical and electronic. Yeah. yeah. The um, that would be the the uh, the sorry the crank set is the same for all group sets. And then uh, the um, the cassettes and chains are also shared. So the different the diff you know to go from mechanical to electronic, it's a different set of controls, different rear derailleur. Right. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. And so what sort of options are we looking at across um, for, for like rear cassette and, and chain ring? Um, so the cassettes, as, as we've been saying, I think we're talking about them by name, but by number, that is um, Explore is max 44 tooth. So a range of 1140, uh, 1144 in this, in this configuration in this uh, Apex product. Uh, Explorer also they're more expensive 1044 cassettes as well um, and the other gear range is uh, Eagle for what we call a mullet build right? um, and that's uh, those those cassettes are 1150 so wider range to handle more aggressive more more difficult terrain um, and there are other Eagle cassettes that are also with a 10 2 start of 1050 and a 1052 the because the the um, the crank set has chainring options from 38 tooth all the way up to 46 tooth. So you know that 38 tooth is really well suited to the most challenging sort of terrain, and a 46 tooth man, a, you know, 46 by 11 is a pretty tall gear, right. and that that can handle something of more. You know, if you wanted to use this for primarily paved riding. You could get the right gear range yeah. with a forty-six tooth. So I think yesterday we were talking, and mm-hmm. I think you said you were describing the explore as for riders that like to challenge themselves, and eagle <laughs> yeah. as for riders who like to challenge the terrain. That's a that is a exactly what we said. Like yes, yeah. yeah, we kind of like that. It's really tough, though. To, <laughs> you know, like I mean, anytime we talk about this, we're trying to characterize people who are listening to us right now. Yeah. I want to back off of that. You know, we have something <laughs> right, right. Uh, we, we we have we have options, and your and your your listeners, yeah. they'll be they can make their choice, right? Yeah. And that just seems to be yeah. the, you know what what we seem to be getting from from the new Apex in, in yeah. both of its formats is there's a there's a huge choice yeah. now. Yeah, you know you've even brought in a, a flat bar option as well. So yeah, yeah, we finally have um, you know flat bar flat mount brakes. 
have not been something that, that's readily available, at least from SRAM. So, so we now have we now have that brake system uh, that supports. I, I, I gather it's well that that supports a lot of um, a lot of bike brands who, who uh, produce fitness bikes. Yeah. But um, it also makes it you know that has been a challenge if you're if you have a gravel bike and someone wants to change from a drop bar to a flat bar. It's really challenging to find the right, uh, uh, you know, the brake system for that. So we've got it now for the aftermarket channel as well. Right. And so I guess, you know, just to, to wrap up what we've been talking about on the mechanical side, mm-hmm. um, what do you think we're looking at? I mean, we, you've obviously stated for, for the group set prices, which um, I think is uh, $680 for the mechanical group, which is about 700, 705 pounds. Um what what are you seeing on that kind of um, complete bike build? Where where are we looking at for for the price of complete bikes? Well, for um, you know, for mechanical bikes, uh, you know, expect to see mechanical one by twelve hydraulic bikes. So we expect to see bikes down to about two thousand dollars. Probably be some outliers that 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 go you know sub yeah. two thousand dollars. And for the um, for the access bikes or the electronic system. Um, Probably around twenty five hundred dollars. Again, there may be some outliers that, that get well below that. Yeah. In that there are rival bikes today, rival access bikes today at twenty five hundred dollars. And not a lot of them, but there are some really nice ones. So, yeah, because the, the the access groups at price we're talking twelve hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah, generally like, like under twelve hundred dollars. You know. And, so. Yeah, and the access this rival access generally equips bikes of at least three thousand dollars. But yeah. there are some beautiful bikes for. Substantially less. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the the thing that I think is impressive with what you've managed to do with access is mm-hmm. is you haven't eliminated any of the wireless electronics which which mm-hmm. categorise access. You know, you've still got that full app connection. You've still got you know full wireless is, connectivity. It it you, fully, you haven't paid anything back. Right. It is fully wireless as any modern consumer electronic good ought to be. So um, and. We are, you know, we're really diligent about preserving the ride experience. So we really feel that a Apex rider, you know, the rider of an Apex bike would pretty much feel like one of our more expensive groups. Yeah. The differences are in finish and in weight and in the options available in that group set. So yeah. you rode F, you rode ride, you you rode Apex in both both forms the last couple mm-hmm. of days. You tell me. Well, I mean, the the, the functionality, the connectivity, and the, you know, uh, it just feels, you know, I, I've just come off the back of, of writing a long term test on Force Access, you know, okay. proper premium group set. And uh, to be honest, you you'd be hard pushed to tell a difference. Yeah. Apart from on scales. Right, and you think you'd think we might be worried about cannibalization of our own of our own for our product lines for for different prices or what? No, we're really happy yeah, yeah. to to. Um, you know, to to enhance the rides of more riders. You know, so yeah. uh, we you know mission accomplished. If you feel if you feel it rides as well as one of our more expensive group sets. Yeah, I mean, you know, my next project after this, I'm going to be building a Apex Access, access group set onto an extremely expensive gravel frame set. Oh, yeah. just to see how it hangs <laughs> and how it handles. You know, I, I think it's it's funny. You know, even Apex Apex One by Eleven today. 
does adorn some of the most beautiful frames, mm. you know, for, for those who, you know, maximize their spend on a, on a frame set, you can still get a, a group set that functions beautifully and looks pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the other thing I, I, was, I was wondering about is, was it a real conscious decision to, to take Apex and the, obviously the Apex customer, which is, you know, a more price conscious customer, to, to take them really seriously? Because I thought the biggest surprise of everything you've announced over the last couple of days is there's a power meter option. Yeah. You know, and... You know... It, a a, a yeah. sub two thousand dollar bike where you could yeah. Up, yeah. upgrade cheaply to a power meter is uh, yeah is a, a total. I would first. just check the retail price. I'm told it's. it's I think it's two hundred twenty dollars. I, I, yeah, I was just going to ask that. Yeah. I'm just let that know. It's yeah. two hundred twenty dollars for that really for a really competent power meter. I didn't meter. know we did that. So uh, I didn't know we got that low. So yeah, this is. I mean, your to your question of like yes, we are determined that all of our group sets have an affordable power meter option, right? We think it's really important. And again, I, you know, I've, I have trouble talking, I, I hesitate to talk about what people need because these are the people that are listening to us right now. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we think that in a world where you go to the gym and most of the machinery there gives you some sort of performance output, right? Some, some sort of indication of your, of your performance, let alone a home trainer, which would probably have a pretty reasonable form of power measurement or your performance measurement. Like we want to provide that for their outdoor bike, right? It just seems natural. Like your opportunity missed if you don't take care of that need for, for people to understand their performance. Um, and because, you know, I hate riding indoors and i expect that there are a lot of people who would and we want to we, you know we want people to be outdoor outdoors on their bikes and anything that might be a hurdle to that we want to get that out of the way so make an affordable power meter maybe that'll answer the needs of, of a lot of people maybe it's only a few but you know we think it's it will it, be we're pretty confident it's more and more riders will, will come to expect to have a, um, uh, you know, a measurement of their performance. I don't know. What do you, you tell me? How's that? Does do you think that? I, I, that holds no, I think water? I, I, you know, I think it's I think it's great that you're um, you're you're not limiting rider choice dependent on their bank balance or credit line. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like whatever your budget. You know, we're we're taking you guys seriously, and I, I think that's well, a, thank you. You know, yeah, it's the first. Yeah. It's the first yeah. that I've seen in the, in in the yeah. whole marketplace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, and I'd applaud it just for that. You know? I love that interpretation, and that's probably more true than than what I feel, which is like I don't want anybody to have to ride indoors to get you know to get the workout that they want. You know, yeah. like like let's make the let's make the real bike the att- most attractive piece of equipment that you own. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would agree with that. So we've talked a lot about you know um, all the elements of the group sets that are making you go forward. What about like bringing like a resting? You know, I mean, you've got a whole new brake caliper design mm-hmm. going on here, um, and I've noticed you know after riding both both iterations mm-hmm. over the last few days, the feel at the brake is really positive. Yeah, there's loads of progressive feel to it, mm-hmm. and it almost feels like the the power's been ramped up, but the throw's been shortened, and, <laughs> and, and I'm not sure <laughs> That's how. That's funny. Um, mm-hmm. Well, the you know the 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 the, the primary caliper, excuse me, the primary cylinder in the hood is identical to 
the force group that you're riding, yeah. right? Um, and uh, so the difference is only in the caliper. And the caliper is intended to be the exact same performance where there's only a difference in the way that it's serviced, yeah. right? Um, that it's a, the, the bleed process takes another step, which I won't try to go into on a podcast. Um, but that's the difference. The performance ought to be identical. That said, this caliper is heavier as well than, than, the, uh, than the, the fourth caliper you're riding right. today. Guess what brakes like? Brakes like to be heavy, right? You know, and so when, whenever brakes or rotors get heavier, they tend to, they tend to perform better for right. reasons yeah. that are a little bit over my head, to, you know, beyond my ability to describe. So if you felt a difference between this and one of our other brakes, it may be just that it's a heavier caliper. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. probably more so on the mechanical group with the new, okay. uh-huh. with the new hood and the lever shape. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think you've mentioned that, mm-hmm. so, Brad, you were, yeah. you were paying particular attention to how braking felt from the hood. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, yeah, we wanted the ergonomics to really provide better braking from the hood. So there's kind of the sculpted brake lever, your finger kind of rests in that little cradle there. And I think, you know, maybe it gives you more leverage, but a more positive feel. Your What it does is your your fingers don't slide down the brake lever when you pull it. it, it it's a natural motion, and that may give the rider the perception that they're getting more more leverage. Right. You know, without the idea is you know, breaking from the hoods, but not losing control of the hoods. That's the ideal sort of state you want when you're, especially when you're gravel riding, because you got to manage the terrain and you got to break at the same time. So, okay. So, I guess to wrap up then, what would be your top three things you're most proud of on Axis and a mechanical for this, these new versions? Um, Bringing ETAP shifting where right is hard, left is easy, the best shift experience to that many more riders. Bringing the right one by gearing in an explore, you know, option or an eagle option to an even broader group of riders. And I'll let I'll let Brad conclude. Yeah, I'm 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 most I'm most excited. I mean, for mechanical, it's the. Um, it's the update to 12 speed and the gearing choices and the ergonomics. It's the whole package. It's I know there's a lot of riders that just want to ride mechanical, and I think this product will serve them well. And that's what I'm that's what I'm, I'm most proud of. Like it, you know, you, I mentioned it. It can punch above its weight class. So yeah. you, you know, if somebody really wants to build a high end bike with mechanical, they can do this. Group will will look just fine on on one of those bikes. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, and, and, you know, we haven't really talked weight. And so the Access Group, I think you sort of said it's around 100 grams heavier than Rival Access in the yeah. same sort of configuration. Mm-hmm. And the mechanical version of Apex is around 100 grams lighter than Access. Is that right? Correct. Yes. Yep. Right. So, yes, the, yeah. the, the, uh, <laughs> the Access, uh, Apex Mechanical is approximately the same weight as Rival Access. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Substantially lower price. Yeah. Great. I think we've uh, I think we've covered off all of the major things that we need to be talking about on access. Obviously, um, by the time you listen to this podcast, there should be a full lowdown on the new ranges uh, on BikeRadar.com and lots of my first ride impressions, possibly even a video. 
Um, so look out for all of those. Uh, anything you guys want to add before we sign off? Awesome to be riding with you again. Can't wait till <laughs> next time. Right? Yeah, thanks for coming out. I'm glad you got to experience Galena too. Oh, Galena is fabulous. You know, riding along, looking at the gigantic Mississippi is uh, is a rare experience. And yeah, one I hope to do again. A lot of Googling for Galena after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're going to wrap things up. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and email any questions or comments to podcast at byteradar.com. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Bike Radar Podcast. If you've not done so already, please subscribe and share with your friends or leave us a rating if you've enjoyed this episode. 